Tom. Yo. So a skeleton walks into a bar and says, Hey, bartender, I'll have one beer and a mop. Skeleton walks into a bar. Uh huh. Says, I'll have one beer and a mop. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Because the beer's going to go right through him. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Let's play the intro. Here we go. I just spilled my drink. Welcome to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Whether you're a new dad or a seasoned pro, we'll have something for you. Thanks for being here. Tom, what's up? Should we just let it play while you mop up your... Yeah, I'm mopping up my whiskey that I just spilled. Whiskey? Yeah, with a jacket. I have a jacket. I, I have a jacket that I found out here that that's the only thing I had to clean it up. And I'm like, I'm in, we're live. Like, I, I, I'm on air, dog. Do you know? Oh my gosh, dude. Strong start. Strong start. I literally... It spilled like right as I was finishing the joke. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. I know. This is horrible. <laughs> Anyways, man, how are you? Happy uh, happy week after Father's Day. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, I'm doing really well. Um, sorry, the music is still bumping. I'm sorry, is it too loud? <laughs> you know I like it, dog. That's like that's what I'm all about, man. Got my toucan hat on. <laughs> having a little drink here. I love the it. Problem, the problem with you producing is also if you spill your beer or your whiskey, whatever you're drinking, uh, you can't produce because there's you got to mop it up. Yeah. To be to be honest with you, the that's not the best start we've ever had. And, oh and if my it, gosh! If it wasn't actually kind of funny, I would say we should just like restart. But to be but honest, it's, it's like hilarious. It's so, pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So, so how about this? Well, let's let let's let's do something here, just because okay. it's fun. We'll 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 pretend that we're we're restarting. But we're gonna do different music. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna take it from the top. Take it from the top. No. We'll just play some bump music. Just because. It just makes me feel happy. Okay? Makes you feel good. Anyways. What was the what was the drink that you spilled? Uh Buffalo Trace, which is actually sad because it's hard to find and it's very good. <laughs> and I had two ounces of it in my glass, and now I have nothing in my glass. So, oh my gosh! But Sporting's dude, playing, and I have some uh, Rieger's Sporting whiskey just down here on my bar. So that's what I'm gonna have. Oh, cool! Oh, that's great. Well, that'll be a good backup. Yep. So, anyways, um, hey, so how uh, how are you doing? How was um, how was your trip? Trip was good. Um, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, flew out to New York to see some family and friends over Father's Day. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, Dad Tales didn't even know it was Father's Day. <laughs> okay. I it's Our yeah. social media manager. It's uh, Joseph, Car- like, Joseph Carpenter, dude. It's not me. Joe was supposed to be on it, but Joe's been dead for like 3,000 years. So Someone dropped the ball. Did anyone, do you know, do you think anyone ever got our Joseph Carpenter references? I don't think so. <laughs> it's too late to explain it anyways but yeah i know if you man. know you know if you know you know i know i am so sorry i have to apologize i know that it was um it was like father- it is the one day a year where we should like post a lot of stuff or and, like good stuff and how many we posts did we thought ahead of time 
Yeah. Like, hey, let's get something really good for Father's Day. And how many posts did we have on Father's Day, Tom? Do you want to tell the negative, people? Negative one. Yeah, I actually deleted you a actually post. actually deleted a post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, dude, I'm going to be 100% honest. I, like, thought about scheduling some stuff, and then I didn't. And then I got, like, super busy with family stuff, and I... And it was just like I had the podcast scheduled to go out. The podcast went out and I just completely forgot. And by the time I remembered, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm laying in bed and I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put up a father. It like, it's over. It's, it's over. Yeah. Although it would have been funny. It would have been funny. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Happy Father's Day, everyone. <laughs> maybe maybe we should pretend like this next, like we should put up a post for Father's Day like this Sunday. Just as like, like a joke. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. Like, oh, actually, we're <laughs> we're a week late. <laughs> oh, a bunch of doofuses. But it's fine. It's okay. Uh, yeah, we're only a dad podcast, and we missed Father's Day. But that's fine. It's, we were both celebrating Father's Day. Yeah, it, it's my fault. I am I am responsible for the social media. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I didn't even like, I know. I know it's a shame. I have some funny memes too. I could have put out like you've seen some. I sent you a couple, and they're pretty good. So, anyways, ha- oh. save them for save them for next time. Exactly, exactly. So, it is actually kind of funny because last Father's Day was when I launched the blog to begin with for Dad Tales. Oh, really? Yeah, last Father's Day. Uh, oh, dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought so. Like, and then we met in like August. Mm-hmm. And so I give you a hard time about your dad tales because I was like, dude, there's one blog. And you're like, I know, I know. I didn't know it had only been up for a month or two. Yeah. I thought I thought you'd been working on it for like years. Well, maybe that maybe that's just a maybe that's just your sign to like not be so judgmental right away. I know. I really I need to work on that. <laughs> no, but it is kind of funny. So, you know, I want we launched it on on we launched it um last year on Father's Day with the the man Mosa, the the videos out there. You can check it out on a YouTube channel. And then, you know, of course, I kind of fell off. And I really feel like the podcast, like, you know, we've been really consistent. This is episode 22, which is awesome. 22. 22. And um, so it's exciting. So, you know what? Yeah, I, I miss Father's Day. I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that, um, you know, I'm in some talks with a couple of people that might be able to help us. Uh, she knows who she is. Uh, she's a listener. Might be able to help us with our social media and sort of our graphic design and helping us be more consistent about some of this stuff. So I think over the long term, we got some cool stuff cooking. But in the short term, I absolutely failed on Father's Day. And I'm sorry that I didn't put okay, up a dude. post. <laughs> I, I was supposed to schedule a couple of social media posts at work. And I uh, didn't do it the right way. And I was <laughs> made fun of today in the office. So it's okay. Yeah. Uh, we all we all screw up. We do. So this is but, just an hey, area of Why do we fall? Why do we fall? I don't know. To, to get back up. Oh, to get back up. Have you never heard To that? get back up again. To get back. Isn't that a Christian song about falling and getting back up again? You ever heard that? I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, dude. No, trip is great. Thanks yeah, for asking. so it was good. Yeah, so what? any any sage wisdom for us parents who are getting ready to take our children on an airplane? Uh, I, yeah, so, yeah. I'm going to be going in July to Montana with Lena and Megan, and so... Any sage wisdom you can offer me would be much appreciated because I'm slightly terrified about flying on an airplane with her. Is this her first time on a plane? It's not her first time on a plane, but the last time she was on a plane, she was like very little and like much yeah. more containable, if that makes sense. Um, yep. She will not be this time. 
This is like you have to buy her own seat and yes, exactly. Strap her in. Well, exactly. I don't know what that's like. Oh yeah, because Margaret's not quite there yet. We'll be yes. soon ish. Yeah, yeah. Before we know it. <laughs> no, but this is fine. So yeah, she's like 16 months old. So we just held her on our lap, which yeah. did, this is her first time on a plane. So we were a little bit nervous too. Our first time on a plane in a long time. I mean, yeah, with COVID like, and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's been almost a year and a half since I flew. Um, longer for emily so it was good we you actually gave me the the suggestion like just bring a lot of snacks so we brought a lot of snacks we bought a couple of new books and toys to like entertain her oh and like and did you wait to like give them to her until you were on the plane that's a great idea that's yeah so it was like oh check out this new thing something that was like a hit uh it was like a melissa and doug toy i'm sure you've seen it it's like a flip book uh with like a a pen a, a paintbrush that paints with water Oh yeah, yeah. You know, loves on, like, those. The white, yeah, yeah. And, like, the color appears or whatever. I can't remember yeah. what it's called, but that was Margaret was like she loved it. So she didn't cry at all. She like she slept, she ate, she played. She was great. Um, the flight out there was direct. The flight back was not, and we were like uber delayed. Super got home super late. Like my we got home. My head hit the pillow at like three a.m. and I had to be at work at eight. So. Like it was just, it was kind of rough coming back. Um, but dude, let me tell you, like flying is not, you don't, it's not made for people with kids. Like it's not made for people with babies, especially. No, for no, sure. Margaret's, Margaret's not like a baby baby, but like. It's like, here, let's take this child that needs lots of attention and lots of like, you know, stimulation, everything and lock them in a metal tube for two and a half hours and with exactly. nowhere to go and see yeah. how they do. Yeah, And like in the flight back, like this was our fault or whatever, our choice, sort of the flight back was so late. Um, so she was sleeping and I, I was like, literally like any comedian with an ounce of talent could make a whole sketch about how ridiculous this is because like you get in this plane, their lights are just like blasting. It was American Airlines, so they've got like little music playing. It's like, dun, 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 oh yeah, it's dun, like, dun, 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 to keep you in a good mood, but it's so loud. Please make sure that down. your seatbelt is yeah, securely fastened exactly. and your tray table is in the upright and locked position. And the flight attendants are like, "Hello," and I'm like, "It is 10 p.m. at night. My baby is fast asleep in my arms. Turn the music down. Turn the lights down. Stop talking to me, yeah. please." Th- this isn't like this is not the club. Like I need this. No, to, yeah. dude. Yeah. Thankfully, so I'm like covering her ears, and we sit down and whatever you know. They make their announcements about seatbelts and masks, and they were great because they came up just and they were like, you know, they gave us like the baby tutorial. But yeah, and like if you need anything, there, it, it like that is like helpful too. Like when yeah. you're traveling with kids, like we've had on the flights we took with Lena, we've had the flight attendants and the people working on the plane were really good to us. Like came up and they're, and, you know, like, Hey, if there's anything you need, let us know. Like, you know, like, especially to like one flight, there was someone who I'm sure was a parent. Cause she's like, she's like first time traveling with the kid. We're like, yeah. And she's like, yep. Been there. She's like, if you need anything, just let us know. Like, it's almost like sort of like empathizing. Like I get like that this is stressful and maybe a little bit scary. So like, it's going to be okay. You know? Yeah, exactly. Which is like for the exact reason that like, I will never like if a parent's got a kid crying, I will never stare at them and be like, Oh yeah. Shut them up or whatever. Oh yeah. But no, no one was like that at all, but still like, so we sat down and, uh, and you know, the captain comes on and he's like, this is the captain speaking. We're about to take off. And it's like, turn it down. Yep. Here we're in the flight deck. Here we're in the flight deck. Uh, goody cruising about 38,000 feet. Uh, tonight. Like, and, um, 
like it's 10 p.m we don't need to know what the weather's like in kansas city we don't need to know like what the barometric pressure is sir like I'm glad you're good at your job. We don't care that you're going to be flying over Ohio and then down to Kansas City. Like, like literally, like I can't see outside. Like, I'm. (laughs) It's okay. I know. Which I find that stuff interesting. Like during the day. Yeah. Uh, Well, or when you're traveling by yourself and you can like actually like think about it. Like, but when you're traveling with a child, yeah, dude, is it kind of a dad thing to like pull up the flight map and be like, oh, we're over Arkansas? Well, actually, and it was a total move on my part because I knew you were coming back. Did I tell you this? And I was like trying to figure out what plane you were coming back on. So like I'm on my flight tracking app being like, oh, I wonder when Tom's going to get in. You know, Dude, that's awesome. No, I love, but I love it's like, flight tracking. It's, it's such a dad. You're right. It's like, I don't, I mean, I guess that's a, it, that's a dad thing, I guess. I, I like know. to know where the planes are. It's like, wh- what's traffic like? Where are the delays? Oh, yeah, there's exactly. weather. How is that affecting? I don't know. You yeah. can get really lost in a flight aware app. No, you can, dude. It's, it's, it's actually, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So, Anyways, um, so it was, it was, it was fine. It's just, I mean, uh. Yeah, and you have like people reclining like into your lap, and you're like, I already have a baby in my lap, <laughs> trying to watch Downton Abbey, and you're you're ruining my experience. <laughs> I did. Yeah, this isn't Santa's workshop. Like, can you please unrecline your chair? Like, I'm not. You know, it's like so Emily and Emily was like, "Do you want me to recline her?" Because she was on me because Emily's pregnant, and so she can't really couldn't really hold her the whole time. Yeah. And so Emily's like, do you want me to recline you so that you can like hold her more comfortably? And I'm like, no, like, I don't want to subject anyone to that. And she's like, well, there's a, it's a little kid behind you. And I was like, oh, recline, recline me, recline that, bad recline boy. me as, back. as far back as it'll go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, actually, uh, can I tell yeah. you a funny story I yep. to t- about flying? I don't know why this came up, but uh, you know, I always have funny stories and this is one that I'm going to have you respond to in real time because normally I tell you them like prior, but you've not heard this story. You, you just can't contain yourself. You're excited. And, and, and the reason that it made me think of this is because you were like, there's a little kid behind you. Okay. Yeah. So Megan and I, this was before we had Lena, Megan and I um, flew to Boston to see her family. All right. Mm-hmm. And we were flying Southwest and, and it was like Megan on the aisle. Cause Megan likes the aisle. And I was like, well, I'll sit in the middle because I don't want like eventually someone like it was a full flight. So I'm like, someone's going to come sit in the middle. So there's sure. a seat at the window and everyone boards and there's still a seat at the window. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, Ooh, sweet. Like no one's going to sit next to me. Right. Well, I was wrong because the flight attendant comes up and is like, Hey, we have um like a minor. That's like, uh, like an unaccompanied minor basically like, you know, that's flying that's on this flight. Can they sit next to you? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, no problem. Not a big deal so it's a pretty long flight because it's direct and it's like a couple i mean you know flying out to new york is similar it's a couple hour flight and so um he sits next to me and like for the first like half of the flight he legit says nothing to me he's like like not talking which is fine i'm like it's like i'm not gonna like is he like eight or is he like 12 he was like like, no he was like he was like 12 like he's like right on the verge of like that unaccompanied sort of minor status right sure so i think he was like i mean 12 maybe even like almost 13 so he's like sort of like i mean you know like was was an older kid so about halfway through the flight i can tell that he's like he like he was acting like he needed to kind of go to the bathroom or like he was kind of fidgeting and like but i don't think he wanted to say anything like to me and the seatbelt sign was still on and so I was like, I just asked him, like, dude, are you okay? He's like, well, I kind of got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. Well, I was like, I'll, I'll, I was like, want me to talk to the flight attendant? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I buzz flight attendant. She comes. Uh, I'm like, hey, he's got to use the bathroom. Is that okay? She's like, yeah, no problem. So Megan and I get up. He goes and uses the bathroom. Well, then once he comes back, all he wants to do is talk to me. Because, like, now we're sort of, like, we're, like, vibing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Which is cool. So we're talking. He's playing this game on his like Game Boy or whatever system it was, and like you know, what and, are like, the kids are using these days. Yeah, exactly. And uh, 
So anyway, so so it was cool. So like we're talking, whatever. I'm like, I find out that his his dad lives in Boston. Um, I think it was his dad. His mom lives in Kansas City. He was like flying out to visit his dad for a few weeks during the summer when he's off school. So I'm like, cool, no problem. So then we're like we're like starting our approach, and he starts he pulls out these fidget spinners, and he's like he's like um, showing me all his fidget spinners he has, and I think he just like has a collection. You know, I'm like, this is like you know, this is you know, this is cool. And, uh, so he's like showing them all to me and he's like, and so we're getting ready to land. He's like, do you want a fidget spinner? And I'm like, well, I'm like, dude, I don't want to take one. Of you. I don't want, I don't like want to take one of your fidget spinners. He's like, take one. He's like, they're $15. I'm like, he's like, the, the dude's trying to sell me a freaking fidget spinner. I'm like, bro. I'm like, okay. I'm like, first of all, one, $15. One, yeah. And it was like a, it was like a Frank's plumbing fidget spinner or something. It's like not even, you know, it's like, it's like he got a bunch for free. I'm like one, one. I'm not paying. I'm not paying for a fidget spinner. But I also was like, too, bro. Like, I got to admire like the entrepreneurial spirit here. Like, you're out here just like trying to like you know sell me a fidget spinner. I'm like, I kind of want to give you a twenty and just be like, here you go, man. But Good yeah, luck with life, kid. Yeah, because at first I'm like, at first I'm like, like I thought he was gonna give me one. So I'm like, dude, you don't need to give me a fidget spinner. And he's like, give you one. He's like, they're fifteen dollars. I'm <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm like, wow, we got like Shark Tank here. Jeez. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so funny. He probably didn't make them. I mean, he's probably buying and selling them. Yeah, or that, or like he was getting them for free because some of them were like branded with stuff. He did have like a cool yeah. one that was like the Captain America shield. He's like, it's twenty five dollars for this one. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like, no, that man, I'm good. hilarious. But he, it was, he, he, yeah, it was funny. He just reeled you right in, dude. No, he did, because he, like, started talking to me and making, we, you know, built the relationship, and then he asked for the sale, and I'm like, dog, like, I, I don't, I, and I, I told him, I was like, I don't even have cash, which at the time, like, I, like, didn't, but. You're like, I'm out, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. out, Shark Tank. I'm, I'm out. out, I'm out. But anyways, it was just, it, that made me think of it when you said the kid sitting behind you, uh, Cause yeah, this kid was sitting next to me trying to swindle me out of a, out of a. 15, Dude, speaking you know, of getting swindled, you you almost got swindled out of a, uh, out of a shirt. Yes, I did. Okay, come on, tell me, tell us, tell us the story. Okay, so uh, we don't talk a lot about work on here, and that's because that's really by design. Um, I mean, what we, you know, this is a, a personal thing that we do, and and so you know, our employers have nothing really have nothing to do with with the podcast and we kind of want to keep it that way because of course the opinions and things expressed on here are are the our own opinions and not the opinions of our employer or any you know anyone we're affiliated with anything like that well done. Um, did you read that off a i did like not legal use or something <laughs> i did not but but people people that listen that know me personally know that i'm i'm in the process of uh, getting ready to switch jobs and be starting a new job uh on monday actually coming up uh so um, I'm excited about it. It's a great opportunity. I don't really want to say honestly much more than that. Um, sure. And people that people at my current employer listen to this, they know how much I care about them. And this was a really tough decision. But at the end of the day, that 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 really the re- like that part is not really that important. But the reason that I went to Bonobos is because I needed the the job that I work at currently is the the dress code is m- very casual, which I really enjoy. And, um, uh, and the, the job that I'm going to be working at is a little bit more business casual, which is, which is fine. Okay. So I needed to, and through COVID I've gained, let's just say I've gained a few pounds. I'm a little bit more rotund than I was, you know, prior and, uh, you know, COVID-19, I gained the COVID-15 for sure. Um, Oh my goodness. And, uh, so I needed to go and I needed to get some clothes. So, um, I'd heard about Bonobos. It's on Instagram, whatever, you know, they, it's great. I have some of their chinos. chinos Yeah. I've heard their chinos are excellent. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go check them out. And there's a store here in Kansas city where you can like, 
it's called a guide shop. So you can like try stuff on, see how it fits, try all the different things and find like your size. And then you can order, you know, they just order it for you. So, uh, I went there looking for some chinos and I got a pair of chinos and their chinos are fairly expensive, but honestly, like if you go to Lululemon and get pants or like if you go places and get like a nice pair of chinos, like they're not super cheap. So I was kind of prepared to spend a little bit of money on chinos. So I, I tried some chinos on. I was like, Hey, I really like these. I'm going to get them. And they were, they were expensive, but I was, I was sort of prepared for that. All right. So then I try on, he brings me a dress shirt. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'd like to try on a couple of dress shirts while I'm here. See what, you know, like see if there's anything that I like, if something fits well. And so he brings me this dress dress shirt called the jet setter. It's like the, the jet setter dress shirt. And, uh, I tried it on and I was like, wow, like super comfortable. I really like it. It like, I felt confident in it, you know, just like, I was like, man, like really like the shirt. So I walk out of the, the dressing room and I tell the guide, I'm like, Hey, like I want to get the chinos and I'd like to get, you know, one of these dress shirts. Mm-hmm. And so he rings it up and he's like, I'm like, how much is the dress shirt? And I'm thinking like, you know, like 50 bucks. I mean, you know, like a nice dress shirt will cost you 40, 50 bucks. Right. Sure. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like I'm not like, I mean, you can get stuff for cheaper, but like I was a nice shirt. So I'm like, I was expecting it to be, a, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be cheap. So he rings it up. It was $128 for a dress shirt. So I about had a stroke in the, in the store. I like literally almost spontaneously combusted when I realized how much it was for a effing dress shirt. Pardon my language. That is an insane amount of money for a shirt. I just like one shirt. So I was like, dude, I I was like, I was like, I like the shirt, but like, I can't do it. Like, I'm glad you called it off. I, I would be, I would judge you if you went through with that. So what I did do was I was like, Hey, like I like the style. Like, but I was like, I like the style. So I'm like, he got this, like, is there a sales rack? He's like, right over there. Anything there you can like take, you know, anything over there you can take home, uh, if you find it in your size. So I actually went through the rack and I actually found a couple of the jet setter shirts. Now they had like patterns, but they're Oxford. So, you know, like, and I don't have to necessarily wear a tie. You're like, they had skulls on them. Yeah. uh, They're fine. (laughs) Yeah, they're fine. Uh, and (laughs) so I tried those on, they were like the same material, same thing. And so and it was like, instead of $120, they're like $48 a piece. So I'm like, that's a lot more like I can like, sure. Right. But the coolest part was on the rack. He's like, Hey, all of our, um, all of our blazers are on sale, which like n- hardly it happens like twice a year. I I'm guessing it probably happens like in the, in the summer sometime, maybe when they're trying to get rid of some inventory and maybe like in the fall or winter when they're trying to like offload, like, you know, like heavier blazers for winter. Yep. So he's like two times a year they're on sale. And there was a blazer that was a Navy blazer that I really liked. I'm like, man, this is cool. The blazer normally is like $500, which I would never, I would like never pay for a blazer. Like, to be honest, like I like, uh, like that's, well, you never, it, you never wear them. Yeah. Wear. I mean like, like that's like, that, that's insane to me that you would pay that much, but it's like 115 bucks. I'm like, wow. That's like, I mean, that's like a pretty darn good deal. That's like literally yeah. 75% off almost. Right. Yeah. So I ended up getting a pair of chinos, which I paid full price for. I got two really nice Oxfords. And I got a blazer and I got out of there for like around 300 bucks. That's, yeah, or, that's you know, great. a little it, bit over that, but it's, it's crazy how much like dress clothes can cost. Um, Bonobos is nice though. And I mean, like their clothes are nice. And it lasts. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing that I always like, okay, like this is a different example, but like sometimes, it, sometimes it's worth paying the extra money to get something nice. For example, my grill, I have had my current grill for yeah. almost nine years. Okay. In that time, my dad has bought 
three cheap grills that he's had to replace. He's probably spent the same amount of money as me, like over the course of time, right? Like over ten years. Over, yeah, yeah exactly. like right. So it's like yeah, like you can go with cheaper stuff, which is fine. Sometimes you have to do that, right? Like you got bills to pay, you got to take care of your family. Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with sure. like going to Walmart and buying a dress shirt. Like there's nothing there. You know, there's no like if if that's you. Like, that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think if you can, sometimes it's worth finding some nicer, like if you can, if you can do it, like buying stuff that's a little bit nicer. Cause I do think it, I do think it will last you longer if you take care of it. And that's, that's the biggest thing. Good point. I remember the first time I walked into a Bonobos and, um, I didn't realize it was a guide store. And so I walked in and they're like, what well, can we measure you for pants? And I was like, I'll just try them on. They're like, no, no, we'll measure you. I was like, yeah, okay. So they measured me, which was fine. So they're like, these are the pants you want. And I was like, actually, that was great because I don't have to like hunt for the right size. Yeah. And like, and, and the stuff that they like gave me like really fit me well. Yeah, you know what I exactly. Mean? Like, it fits really well. Yeah. Well, so the store I went to, because I was, it was in Austin. I was like, yeah, I really like these pants. Uh, I'll buy them. And she's like, okay. And she folded them up and put them back in the rack. And I was like, well, can I, can I take them? And she was like, no, like we have to send them to you. We'll mail them to you. Yeah. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was so thrown, dude. I have never gone into a physical store, like bought something and then walked out without it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. It was kind of funny, but whatever. They came in the mail. It was fine. It was fine. And they come pretty quick. Like mine are going to be here by like the, I think like tomorrow. Like I went in there Sunday. I think was it, was it Sunday or no Saturday? Sorry, Saturday. And they said like four business days. So like tomorrow it'll be here. Yeah. You probably walked out with your um, sales items though. I did. Yeah. So that was, that was the cool thing. They said like the stuff that's on the sales rack, if it fits you, you can walk out with that day. And I was like, dude, like, like that, like I, it's really, and I wish they would have had more shirts in my size because I'm like, I would have gotten like, if I could have gotten four shirts for $120, that's a lot different. Right. Like I would have been, I would have been down for that. But like, I was like, I can't justify one shirt one shirt for that kind of money like i just I know, can't dude. like it, like yeah. i have like and like i don't mind like i'll spend spend money like that's probably one of my things i'm not good at is like always budgeting and things but like there's a certain line where i'm like bro like that like that's just insane like like that like i i, you, I, I just can't fathom spending that much on like one clothing item especially a shirt i don't know i don't know I like coupons. I know. Oh, it makes and, me it makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> and they gave me twenty percent off because it was my first time. So like, if you go mm. to the Bonobo store and you're like, "Hey, I'm like, I'm ne- and, like, I had not bought anything from them ever," they give you twenty percent off. Which you is, which should is, have which asked them if they wanted to sponsor Dad Tales. <laughs> I should have. The the people there were super nice, super helpful, and I do think that the their their product is a good product. But I'm like, man, that's like you must like be real proud of their shirts. <laughs> It's a shirt called Jet Setter, so yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, you, you wear it when you fly in your G five. Exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> to your yacht. <laughs> to your yacht. Yeah, to your yacht in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Dude, over the weekend. Sorry, this is not on our list of things to talk about. Uh, when we were in New York, mm-hmm. we were hanging out by the Hudson, and um, Margaret was like playing in a park, and they've got like helicopters going in and out all over the place. They had a plane, or it's a helicopter. I don't know, but it had like two rotors above the wings. They uh-huh. like tilted forward and back and up. So this thing was going like up and down. That's left an Osprey. Right yeah, it was. I don't know what it was called, but it was cool, dude. And everyone was like, whoa. Everyone was Were people like out. watching it and stuff? 
Yeah, it was like the future. It was like super futuristic. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's awesome. just, we we were talking about jet setters. I bet the guys in that thing were wearing uh, <laughs> shirts that cost more than one hundred and twenty dollars. I'm sure they were. I dude, this is totally off topic, but I have like three three man can't talk. Uh, three friends who like recently have told me stories about how they've gotten to fly in their company's private jets, and I'm like, man, like that, like that actually, like like I would fangirl so hard if that ever happened to me. Like I would, I would like, like I would like. I don't know, man, like that would be like, if, if that happens, like just send, send Jesus to resurrect me. Cause I'm, I'll, I'll be deceased. Like just, just get him on, get him on the phone. Oh my gosh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. I, uh, that is something that I've never even thought about. Like, I, I mean, like it's never been an option for me. Yeah, I know. I know my friends like, yeah, like, uh, like that's just like when my boss wants to travel somewhere, like if my boss isn't coming with me on the, on the trip, then I fly commercial, but he's like, if my boss is coming, then like I just roll down to the airport and we get in the, one of our five private jets and head off. I'm five. Like, Holy smoke. The com- and the company owns like, you know, the company. Yeah, owns at well, least everyone's yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, dude. And the, okay, actually this is really funny. So the first time he was going to get to fly in it, he like started there like maybe a year ago and he's like, you know, his position is like, he's not like super high up, but, he does like some manage like they're not a, they're a pretty flat organization. So, um, I shouldn't say he's not high up cause I don't, I don't really know. But like, anyways, he, he, they were over at our house. He was telling me, he's like, yeah, like I'm gonna get to fly in the company private jet. I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, dude, that's like sick. And he's like, yeah, I'm so excited. And then like Sunday night. So this was like Saturday, Sunday night, he comes down with the stomach flu and he was like supposed to leave like Monday. And then he, oh, so he no. didn't get to fly in the private jet. So then he had to like wait. He had to like wait for the next, you know, the next trip. And then fly, fly commercial. Yeah, wait for the next jet. <laughs> no, well, he had he had to like I, he like didn't go on that trip, and then like yeah. he had to wait for like the next trip that involved the oh, company jet trip. to get to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stinks. Uh, it would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I feel like it would be not as smooth of a ride though. Yeah, I part of me is like it's probably not as cool, like all it's cracked up to be, but a part of me would be like it might be all it's cracked up to be. I don't know. It might be pretty cool. I mean, if that ever happens, say, I'll wear my jet setter shirt. Yeah, that's right. Then you can say <laughs> I flew on the jet setter shirt. Or yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the point in my career where I'm flying on a private jet anywhere. But maybe you never we'll know. See. You never yeah. know. Dream big. Dream big, kids. If the uh, if the winds of change uh, blow the right way, I don't know. Maybe they'll lift <laughs> they'll lift your jet up into the sky. <laughs> terrible okay no are are we are we like getting off track the one one thing before before we move on to the actual sort of dad topic that we are planning to cover which i think is actually really good and very important do we even have enough time do we have enough time yeah we're only half an hour we go 45 minutes sometimes we're fine okay all right um and i mean unless you're unless you got a roll i have chipotle upstairs that my wife ordered that uh i'll get i'm gonna eat when this is over but other than that i'm i'm golden man um okay have you ever like is it just me or have you ever wanted to like learn how to fly a plane no 100 percent. so when i graduated college i was sitting in my best friend's backyard from high school we were just like having cigars drinking some beer his dad was with us and i so was this back was, home and Ch- this was like back home in the chicago area or were you like in 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 dc Sorry, in in the Chicago burbs. Okay, and yeah. um, by the way, did your fa- was ever? Do you know anyone that got hit by? I know there's a tornado. There's everything good. I I think so. I, okay. I don't. I haven't heard of anyone who got. 
okay. that I know. Okay. You got it. Anyways. Um, thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were sitting back there and I just, I looked, I looked up and there was a plane that flew over and I went, man, if I could do it all again, I'd be a pilot. And my friend's dad was like, do it all again. You're 23. Yeah. He's like, you get, yeah. He's like, if you can't do that now, I, I'm just going to go crawl in a hole and die. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, I've always thought being a pilot is so. I thought I've, it's such a cool gig. Don't don't such you think cool it would thing. be? I, I'm, yeah. I feel like I it would be it would, awesome if you like to travel, if you like to drive, <laughs> and if you're like a smart person, um, I think it would be really cool. Like I don't know what it would cost to do it, but I this is this is a totally random story. So I'm, uh, indulge me for a second. But so before I worked at my current company, I worked for I um. I worked, well, I worked for another company. I had another job. And uh, one of my coworkers, one of my coworkers, his brother was in, uh, is an Air Force pilot. Or what? I think, actually, I think still is an Air Force pilot. Um, cool. And he was stationed out in, um, out like near Portland. Okay. And actually it's, it's kind of, it's, there's actually a really cool picture that he has that he showed me when we were out there. Uh, because he was in Portland, he's like kind of on the coast. And so <clears throat> if Russian bombers or jets would fly into the, um, or actually, sorry, he was stationed before he was stationed in Portland, he was stationed at Alaska. And in Alaska, oh, okay. when Russian jets would fly into like an air identification zone, the, the U.S. scrambles fighter jets out to, you know, mm-hmm. basically to meet them. And there's this picture of him and his F-16 and a Russian bomber in like the background of the image. And you can like, it's like kind of zoomed in on the cockpit and you can like see them both like given the Russian bomber, the cockpit of the Russian bomber and him like giving thumbs up. It's actually a really cool picture. That's really cool. Cause there's just like mutual respect among pilots, right? Like yeah. regardless of sort of like the fact that I guess you could consider them adversaries, like there's sort of a mutual level of respect. And so they would intercept the, pl- you know, the bomber and the, they, you know, thumbs up, whatever exchange pleasantries and the Russian bombers turn away and they go back to the base. Uh, the, the U S F 16s go back to their base. <clears throat> so anyways, he also has his own, uh, um, he has his own plane and, uh, <clears throat> that he flies fairly regularly. And so I went out to Portland to hang out with some of the people that are working out there and that's where he was stationed at the time and his plane was out there. And so my, <clears throat> um, my coworker and his brother who is in the, is in the, the air force and, uh, a bunch, like there was like six of us that loaded into this, like this plane with the cooler of beer. Now the person flying it, the, the F 16 pilot did not have any beer, <clears throat> but they call it the uh, private pilots call it the a hundred dollar burger. So basically they like fuel their plane up. They fly somewhere. They have dinner. They get back in the plane. They fly home. And it's like, cool. by the time you cover fuel and your dinner, a hundred bucks. Right. So we got in the plane in Portland. <clears throat> we flew all the way out to the, the Oregon coast, flew along the coast Landed in Tillamook, Oregon, where like they're known for cheese. There was a rental car waiting yeah. for us. We drive to this hole in the wall diner, have a hamburger, ice cream, all this stuff. Get back in the plane and fly back to Portland, and it was like the that coolest. Is so cool! It was the coolest freaking experience I ever. Like, dude, it was so sick. I mean, like, and his the plane was awesome. It was like it's like a Piper Cherokee, so it's like an older plane. Tons of space, leather seats. Like it wasn't like I mean, it's not like the Gulfstream point, you know, private point. But like it was, yeah, it was course. awesome. And I got to sit in the front and talk to air traffic controller, air traffic control. It was freaking awesome. 
That is so cool, dude. That's awesome. My dad, uh, when he was in college, like high school and college, he worked on getting his uh, pilot's license. So like he took private lessons okay. just to like, okay. just to fly, like kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. And I'm always like, dad, you gotta, you gotta re up it. You got he's like, whatever. I would never remember. But I asked him, I was like, why did you stop? And he said, in my certification flight, like to get my license, I had to fly from whatever, Illinois to this airport in Iowa down to Southern Illinois and back up to the place. I started. Basically like flying a train. Yeah. You got to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, and he's like, when I landed, I can't remember one of the, the first or the second stop, he's like, I was so sick from flight. Like I was so air sick. I had to like park the plane and lay under the, the shadow of the wing. So I wouldn't vomit. He's like, I, I like laid there for an hour. And I flew home and I, I, st- I just didn't get my license. Yeah, like I'm just done. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess you get really sick. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've always thought it would be really cool to have your pilot's license just to be like, yeah, I could, I'll fly there. That's fine. Well, and like, like if, like the cool thing about him having a plane, and I know like obviously like he's like, and he's like a very good pilot just by nature of all of the training he's had. Like he trained yeah. at Top Gun, like the Top Gun school or like in oh, wow. Las Vegas. Cool. I mean, like super, like really talented pilot. So, like, I felt very safe in the plane with him. Of course. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like, but, 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 like, now he has this plane. So, like, him and his wife just, like, hey, you, like, want to go somewhere this weekend? They just, like, they literally could hop in their plane and fly anywhere. Like, so, when I was working in Austin. freaking cool. That is cool. When I was working in Austin, I knew this Catholic priest um, who had his pilot's license. And so, he gets, they get, like, a day off a week. It's so on his day off. It was like, well, where's Father Henry? And they're like, oh, he's flying to wherever today. It's just like on his day off, he got up at 5 a.m. and flew during the sunrise and, and just came home by noon. Like, what? Yeah, I know. That's so cool. <clears throat> I know. It's so cool. It's, it's cool. It's, yeah. So cool anyways. Us. Yeah, so maybe someday when I'm old and on the way out already, I'll try to get my pilot's license. So if I crash, I'll, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm on the way out. But I think okay, wait. No. So we were going to talk about something else, but let's let's talk about this. I think we can save the other thing for another time. Okay. That's okay with you. Yeah. No, it's fine. I think it's important for parents, especially dads, to have dreams and to have like hopes for what we want our lives to be like too. Like not just our like we work so hard for our kids every yeah. day and our families. Sure. But I think it's important to think like, man, what do I want to do? Like, how can I? enjoy the life i've been given you know and, and whether it's getting your pilot's license or um, playing golf or, or playing yeah like i i just think that like not to detach from reality not to like binge netflix for hours but to enjoy life and make some memories of your own sure yeah no, I, no. yeah like yes i <clears throat> i i so many people so many people are like when you have kids they're like well your life's over see you never but like, but that, like, I think that that I, I like, to be honest, like, I think that like, like people that like, I'm sorry. And if there's people that like think that way on the, like listening, like I totally disagree with that. Yeah, I do too. Like, I, like I wouldn't, I would like having kids has changed my life. Yes. But like it, it has changed it in a way that has like, I would like, I like, I'm so thankful that it's changed my life in that way. And like, yeah, it's made it, it's made life harder in some respects. Like it's not as easy to just like, Oh, I want to go out to the bar tonight and have some drinks with the guys or 
you know, I want to go do this or I want to go do that. Like, yeah, like it's changed my life some, but like it's also enriched my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but, but I think that you're right. And I think that not only is it important for like you as a dad to have dreams, but I think like if you're married, like you and your spouse to have dreams together too, because like, I think it's very easy to, to fall into the trap of like, and you need to, like you, you need to focus on raising your kids. Right. And you, and you, you both might work or maybe one works and the other doesn't and whatever, like whatever your situation is, like the end of the day, your focus ultimately most often comes back, comes back to your kids. And in certain sense, as it should, because you got to take care of them and you got to make sure they're healthy and safe and they have what they need. But I also think that it's important to think about like, okay, like in, in, in 18 years, let's say your kids are infants or in 10 years or wherever you're at in parenthood, like your kids are going to be out of the house. Right. Mm -hmm. And what do you want your life to look like? Because I think the reason sometimes, and I don't know this for a fact, but like there are people that raise their kids. And then after they raise their kids, they end up, they end up not, you know, they're not together. And I think part of that is like, are you dreaming together? Are you looking at like, you know, keeping your marriage strong so that when your kids are out of the house and you have these dreams, like you can go chase those together. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. because yeah, you're raising your kids now, but eventually your kids are going to be gone and it's just going to be you two. And yeah, your, your, yeah. your common like work is not around anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, can you do this? So I can look at this diaper. Can you do this? So I can do right. Yeah. Like the teamwork, it's gotta, it's gotta look different. You know, you've gotta, you've gotta sort of retire from raising children almost. Which is like crazy for us to think about right now because our kids are so little, but like, yeah. but like, if you really think about it, like, okay, so there's actually a, a cool, and we, you actually sent me this, but it's called Wonder Dads. It's like a, it's like a, um, um, it's just kind of like how to embrace your, your child's like childhood years, sort yep. of like while you, while you have them and they have this like graph. Have you seen this? So, no, uh, I've seen it. Like they, they use it as like an, an advert, an advertising, um, um, like an advertising thing. So like I see it a lot on like Instagram, but it's actually like super eye opening. So basically what they, so, um, uh, like what they say is like how, you know, like basically the whole premise of it and you can look it up. It's called wonderdads.com. They're not a sponsor. I, we'd be cool to contact them, but, um, but really like their whole, their whole thing is like, you only have a limited time with your kids. That's mm-hmm. the reality of it. Like eventually your kids grow up, they um, go off to college, they move on and you're left with, um, you know, you're sort of left with like, um, you know, you're not left with, but like you're like, they're gone. Right. And you got to let them go. And that's really difficult because you spend, I mean, think about it. You spend, 18 years of your life pouring into your kids and all of a sudden in a second they're gone and they, um, you know, they, uh, they're gone. And Mm -hmm. so, um, so anyway, so they have this like chart where they look at, you know, depending on where your kid is like in life and in school, like how much time you have left with them before they turn 18 and go to college. Mm. So if your child is pre-K, okay, like ours are, we have at least... 5,000 days left with them. Okay. Now, by the time they're in fifth grade, we only have 2,000 days left with them. 2,907. And by the time they're in uh, seventh grade, we have 2,177. And so, like, it, it's sort of this concept of, like, 
the days are long, but the years are short. And like, we got to make the most of it while we have our kids here. And obviously we have to focus on that, but like that time is finite. And when that time's over, like, like we, we got to have stuff that we can do to fill our time. We got to have like a relationship with our spouse still. So like, you got to think about all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Not just your kid. I mean, you have to think about your kids, but you also have to think about, I have these kids for a finite time. I'm going to do the best I can, but like when they're gone, like, what does that look like? Well, it's probably also when, when they do, you know, when they do move on, whether it's at 18 or 28 or whatever, it's probably helpful for kids to see their parents and especially probably their dads do stuff because um, like do, do what they're passionate about, especially yeah. if, you know, you get to the age where if you're fortunate enough to retire, like I know a lot of retired people who just sit around, you know, yeah. And my dad like can't wait to retire because he's gonna like he's gonna fish, he's gonna hunt, he's gonna travel, he's gonna do his thing. Like my parents are gonna go on vacation. Like yeah. my mom's gotta work to keep the health insurance, right? Like that's important. Yeah. But like, but he's he's worked all his life and had his own business, and he's like, I sense in him, he's ready to like go dream big and just like enjoy life, you know. But that's so, cool, and like, and it's fun. Yeah. Like his kids too. Like I just watched my dad retired, my mom retired this year. And it's like, there's a certain sense too of like, I've watched my parents work hard. My mom was a teacher for 42 years. Okay. Yeah. My dad was a teacher for 40 plus years, right? Like I watched them grind every day, go to work, make a difference, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Right. And, and now it's cool. Like they're both retired and they have dreams. Like, you know, they're going to go to Montana this summer. They're going to leave you know, we're going on the 15th. They're not going to go. They're going to go on like the 7th. Like they're going to go early because they can. Right. And they're going to yep. go and they're going to enjoy it. And they, they just you bought a new car. Start. They just bought a new car to get like, you know, like it's fun. Like it's cool as a, like as a kid to see your parents retire and like start to like be like, Hey, like, like we've worked really hard our whole life. We raised our kids. Yeah. We poured ourselves into it. And like to see them, like the excitement they had when they drove their new car that they bought home, because like, you know, they had the money to do it. And they wanted something big and nice and you know like like they sacrificed so much for me and my siblings when they were when we were younger and now like to see them get to sort of like enjoy the fruit of their labor is like really gratifying as a kid mm -hmm. you know yeah i don't know it's cool to watch your parents be happy yeah yeah exactly exactly and so and so i just think like as parents we have to remember that yes it's important to focus on our kids and i don't want this to sound like and i think this is your point too we don't want it to sound like you shouldn't focus on your kids and you should just go out and like, you know, chase your passions. But like, I think it's okay for you to like dream about, you know, what you're passionate about, what you want your life to look like. Do you like, let's say you're a family and you want to own a lake house. Like, okay, you can dream about that or you want to own a boat or you want to like whatever. And like work to make those things a reality. And, but also like obviously put your kids first, but like, it's okay to have those dreams. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's right on and whatever it is, you know, whatever the dream is, it's it's just good to have a vision. It's good to have something pushing you and, and bringing you along, you know, yep. Um, yep. not only not only is the, the dream like let's raise good humans, but let's let's work to be happy ourselves, you know, so. Sure. I don't know. I think it's, it's something good to keep in mind. And it's, you know, if, if you're, if you've got a spouse doing the parenting thing with you or, or someone else, you know, significant other, something like to have that conversation, like what are your dreams? What do you want? Um, 
I think that could be a pretty cool conversation to have. For sure. And it might be like your spouse is like, hey, like I'd like to stay home or my dream is to, you know, take a vacation to Hawaii someday or whatever it is. Like it's it's okay mm-hmm. to like dream, you know, or Disneyland or whatever. Like it's okay to like dream about those things. And um and that's kind of what, you know, um when I, you know, when I had this opportunity for a new job that presented itself, I mean, that's one of the things that I thought about was like you know the dreams that we've talked about and uh, you know, Megan, <clears throat> Megan and I have talked about and the potential that this job could bring to make some of those a reality. And that was, you know, that played a role in sort of my decision and whether that's, you know, I mean, whether it's right or wrong or whatever, I mean, it's just, um, you know, when you start having those conversations, I think like, I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think as you know, um, I think it helps you to, when you start to, if you sort of know what dreams and goals your spouse or you have together, like, I think that that kind of helps you when you are presented with opportunities to decide like, okay, like does this opportunity advance us towards sort of the goals and dreams we have, or does it not? And, and I think that that can kind of help to make those decisions maybe a little bit more clear, if that makes sense. Yep. Right on dude. Right on. So we kind of, we kind of wound around, but I do like the, the, the topic and maybe can we like, maybe just like mention it for next time. Cause I think it's good. And it, it kind, kind of, of ties, talks in, about, yeah. it ties into what we talked about now. Yeah, I think we should talk about self-care. I think that parents are always um, giving of themselves either to each other or to their kids. And I want to talk about what good self-care looks like because I don't think it means burying yourself in your phone or like binging Netflix or leaving the house necessarily. Yeah. So how about next time we talk about self-care? Cool. And for now... Just remember to dream big. If you're a parent, dream big. One, for your kids. Dream big about, like, what their life could look like and what they can do with their life. Um, I mean, I hope, like, Lena's more successful than I am in life, you know? <laughs> like, Same, you know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, you want like you want your kids to be as successful as they can be. So, like, I hope she, you know, goes to the moon. I don't know. Whatever it is, right? Sure. But also dream big for yourself. And, you know, don't, you know, you got to be smart, but figure out, like, if you got dreams, if you got goals, like, shoot grind and like figure out how to make them happen like you know the world is your oyster even with kids like you know it doesn't have to stop you from achieving those things right Um, you just might be smarter about it so anything any final thoughts you got anything no dude i know you got that chipotle calling your name i do i'm actually very excited i have a burrito bowl uh with chips so um have you seen the south park uh episode about chipotle I have not, but maybe I, I feel like I should go watch it now. (laughs) Oh man. I will send you a clip. I can't even talk about it. Okay. I can't even talk about it. It's funny. Okay. We'll send it, send it to me and I'll, uh, I'll watch it and, uh, I'll text you about it tomorrow. Um, sounds good. But anyways, so, uh, dream big, have a great night, have a great week and we will talk to you very, very soon. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. A week late. Thanks for listening to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasting. And also be sure to check us out on social media at Dad Tales on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a great week.